FM. It's time for news. Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. 8 o'clock, good morning. The University of the Western Cape has apologized to parents and students for yet another disruption of the final year exams due to violence on its Belleville campus. Yesterday, protesting students attacked fellow students and police and damaged property. The protesters severely assaulted several security guards and set several buildings alight. Ten students were arrested. Exams have now been postponed to December the 1st. Vice-Chancellor Tyrone Pretorius has condemned the violence. We're not at all certain that they, they are all our students, but we're totally shocked that our students, our potential future leaders of this country, that they could turn on their institution and their, their fellow students and their lecturers in this way. We do believe that we've made sufficient progress in dealing with some of the issues that they've put forward as a demand. Meanwhile, Police Minister Nati Nchleko has praised the police for the way they've handled themselves during the spate of protests around the country. Speaking at a press conference in Parliament, Nchleko lauded the police for acting with restraint. And he says some of the protests have been violent, yet there were no casualties. He says police have proved they've up their, their task to deal with the demonstrators. In other news, now the case of a Stellenbosch mother who claims her son was refused admission into Paul Ruiz Gymnasium resumes in the Equality Court in the Boerland town this morning. Vuyokazi Deani claims school principal Yanni van der Westhuizen denied admission to her 15-year-old son, saying he should rather attend a school in Kayamandi Township because that's where he belonged. Now she says she hopes the case will demonstrate that discrimination will not be tolerated in South Africa. Moving further afield, a Kenyan pressure group, a journalist for justice, has accused a Kenyan military of involvement in illegal trade and human rights abuses in Somalia. The Kenyan military has been operating in Somalia since 2011 to try to drive militants from the border areas. Here's the BBC's Mary Harper. The report says the Kenyan Defence Forces make about $50 million a year from taxing charcoal as it leaves Somalia and sugar as it comes in. They also enable al-Shabaab to keep making money as it too taxes charcoal and sugar coming in and out of the areas it controls. The Kenyan military has denied the allegations. And wrapping up a variety of religious groups believe divine intervention is necessary to bring about a solution to the persistent dry weather conditions. They made this call last night at the Union Buildings in Pretoria where they gathered to pray for rain. Pastor Kevin Nyker of the Bethesda Revival Church in Laudium, west of Pretoria, was part of the service and believes their prayer will never be in vain. And this is serious business because we're facing an epic of drought uh, that caused major concern as well as leaders and also of our country. And this very precious moment, uh, we are here, we believe in God to do something special, a divine intervention. Only God can break this doubt. And that's the news at 8. Your top story this hour. The University of the Western Cape has apologized to parents and students for yet another disruption of the final year exams due to violence on its Belleville campus. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back with an update at 9 o'clock.